Hey, Brie. Hey. So what's cracking? Are we starting a podcast or what? We're starting a podcast. But it's more than a podcast. We want to give a welcome, drumroll please, to the world's first ever financial pop star. Woo! Woo! Okay. Haley Sachs. Yup. AKA. AKA Miss Dow Jones. She was born to be Miss Dow Jones, Mm -hmm. but didn't realize it till she was 26. Mm -hmm. Now Haley helps hundreds of thousands of men and women across Mm -hmm. the globe. 75% women. 75% 75 women. Which I'm proud of that 25 girl. Yeah. No, that's 25. She's a guy. That 25 (laughs) is hard to get. Oh, yeah. Hers is like, let me tell you. I have literally three to five. There's something I'm. There's something comforting about that, but also I'm like, damn, I'm a bad bitch. You, you are, are a bad oh, bitch. You oh, are a bad bitch. bitch. It makes me I'm still feel sexy. wholesome. Yes. 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 So yes. Haley's helping hundreds of thousands of people, maybe also uh, all types of people of all genders yeah. um, on their road towards financial freedom. Thank you so much. Financial independence is the vibe. It is the vibe. Yep. It is everything. This will probably be my favorite episode this entire season. Well, even just hearing, I mean, I don't know how much the audience knows about your story, but like even knowing a little bit about your past and we all have past, honey. Like we all have family shit. Even Megan Trainer just released a freaking ballad about her family stuff called Bad For Me. Really? I'm like, drag me, honey. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, dang. Yeah. I've thought about doing writing a book. You oh, said. you should. We're ready. Yeah. yeah let's but write there's no, no, nothing gives you more distance and like ability to exist within situations like financial mm. independence. You just feel like, okay, oh, yeah. you can't yeah. hurt me. I love I've got it. my own bag. 100%. I can yes. leave at any time. I'm here by choice. Ooh. This is literally what we were talking about yeah. yesterday. We this were. is why I'm so excited. It's the Whoa. feeling. It's the energy. It is the it's the energy, as Beyonce says. And But know that none of us started that way. So if you're listening to this and <laughs> that's not your vibe, but you are aspirational towards it, we're yes. going to give you actionable steps towards, towards getting the there. And obviously, I am your resource now. And I have so much free actionable advice. So 100%. either way, you're covered on all sides. So just sit back relax enjoy the show enjoy the show oh well we're excited because this season is all about relationships and dating Mm. Mm. and we all know that dating has to do with money because if you're not going anywhere then what are you doing you're just staying at home with Mm. your with someone which is also great but yeah, might not be not a vibe. first date not <laughs> a, <laughs> a little scary uh, ladies put your safety first imagine 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 meeting someone on a date and they're like actually do you want to come into my house i'm trying to save money well i would run away oh you well not, not because they're trying to save money that's so but, valid that is valid they're like come to my house is that valid um okay well ask me the legit question because we can get into it it's okay. valid to need to save money yes but i don't think that that means that you need to go to their house yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like there's yeah. parks yeah yeah public <laughs> areas yeah. there's um, other things to do well we know that pop culture and finances are very much intertwined except people don't talk about their finances very much yeah but i'm obsessed with talking about money and all i want to know is like how people are spending like yeah it is that juicy juicy gossip it i have a juicy. 
like the celebrity investments. I want to know how people are making money, Mm -hmm. how they're negotiating, what they're freaking up to. Because you know what? And this is a good, this is good news for everyone listening. Mm -hmm. Most rich and famous people, they didn't go to business school. Right. They didn't study finance. No. They are deal making. They are wheeling and they are thriving and they are figuring it out on their damn feet. Wow. And so if they can do it, we can do it. They can do it. This is actually, it's like making me, it's like turning me on. Yeah. 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 I like feel like my whole day is just, I wake up, I have chills. I'm like, this is my life. What the hell? Wow. You have an amazing life. So how did you get started in doing Miss Dow Jones? So, I mean, I frankly, I grew up with tremendous privilege on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, surrounded by like, you know, wannabe Blair Waldorf. Wait, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. This is so interesting because I was just thinking, I was like, I wonder if you're from New York. I remember you saying something. I was listening to a few of your episodes at a podcast you did and you were like, I was just trying to get by. And I'm like, then where are you from, Haley? What did you... I said I was trying to get by financially. Well, in New York, which I actually think is fair to say, in New York, everyone is literally trying to get by. Not get by, but you know. Well, okay. So I grew up, I had privilege, surrounded by money. My dad worked on Wall Street. My mom had worked on Wall Street. My sister worked on Wall Street, but no one ever talked about money. And so it was just something that I was very excited about. I loved, you know, it was great to have it, great to be around it. But I was silently suffering Mm. because despite having access to it, it was not my own. And I seriously doubted my own ability to ever have my own money, to make my own money. Cause no one ever taught me. No one ever said, Haley, you got this girl. Okay. Like, here's how you, here's how you go from A to Z. You know, it was literally just, um, it was a total wash and it was, I was almost, um, I wasn't so intimidated by people who were in control of their finances. Like in a way it was like a personality flaw to me. Cause I was like, wow, what a loser. What like did a- it look like when you say people are in control of your, fr- their finances? Like the same things that now I tell, like I would literally, if my, if I had a friend who was, who said, I can't afford to do that. Yeah. I would, it would trigger me. Cause I wouldn't know what it even meant to not like, I was so out of touch with what I was spending, what I was doing. Um, And, you know, I was fully dependent and, uh, you know, and so that was like through college and then after college, Wesleyan, Wesleyan University, our friend went to Wesleyan. Okay. Well, probably know them. Shout out Wesleyan. But I mean, I think a lot of financial, uh, educators are lemonade stand billionaires. Like they're the Mm. kind of people who tell you when I was growing up, I, you know, had my lemonade stand and I was flipping the money. And, you know, since I was 11, I've owned vending machines and I, you know, I've always just had an innate gift. And I just want you to know that's so not me. Um, and even though, yeah, I'm blessed that I grew up like not struggling financially, it's the same feeling as if you, uh, it's a similar feeling to like, whenever money's not yours, you're borrowing it. It's your spouses. Mm. It's your families. When it's not yours, when you're not independent, you're suffering. So I can relate. Um, yeah. yeah. And then I had a aha moment because I was, you know, suddenly in the real world and had to grapple with everything that comes with that. Um, and realize, wow, okay, this is actually a lot worse than I thought. And it's something I have to deal with, but I really hate the way that it's being taught to me. Maybe that's why I don't want to learn about it. So I was like, but I love, I love pop culture. I love memes. 
So maybe I can use that as a way to teach myself mm-hmm. and it spiraled from there, started to make content and then, you know, just really found my purpose because it's my wound as much as it's anyone else's. And I know what it's like to be on the other side. Yeah. Um, and so I just want to give that feeling to as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it happen. Like I've had thousands of people in my audience who've had before and afters yeah who are in my universities it's crazy and I mean it's not crazy I I know anyone can do it but um it's just a beautiful thing mm-hmm. um what is that before and after do they like send you a picture of their like checking account savings <laughs> investment account well that's interesting because uh it's a really good question like with I feel like any you can't do a queer eye of your finances because investments take so long to mature but it's you know it's I got out of debt I Mm -hmm. saved an emergency fund I asked for a raise Mm -hmm. these tiny wins oh my god they are not tiny they're huge they're huge um so you're really you're the most important influencer because you're actually changing people's lives literally their livelihood yeah i'm really important so just guys know that (laughs) well another thing you have to use your influence for good though yeah Yeah. you know not buy 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 well buy 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 (laughs) stocks but also buy mindfully Mm -hmm. you know like it's also it's about taking away the shame like you know your finance I always say that like I think true peace comes with good emotional health good physical health and good financial health Mm -hmm. and you know there's going to be times in your life where you have all three and there's going to be times in your life where you have none but let's strive to like have them in balance Mm -hmm. um and if what's holding you back from that is just a lack of learning which hey I've been there I never learned shit about any of this and I I was front row to how you to, to like if I did not learn, I don't know who learns. Cause like I was literally at Goldman Sachs for take your daughter to work day every year. And do you think they did one thing about financial literacy? Why is wow. that? It's, it was so crazy. It was just a different time. Yeah. Yes. Um, was it, do you think it was because you were a woman or girl at the time? Yeah. I think it was cause definitely like subconsciously because I was a girl. Um, cause it's like take your daughter to work day. Mm. But, but like, then you're like that, in itself is, is just, I guess, supposed to be empowering. Yeah. But wasn't. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it was just a really different time. And yeah. like, although it can feel sort of corny, all these movements, they actually have a lot of value. Yes. Like I've learned to not roll my eyes and like actually be super supportive of them. <laughs> because like, even if things are coming on super strong, you're like, you know, sometimes it can feel a little lame to be a woman. Cause you're like, wow, do I live in a tampon commercial? Like, <laughs> You know, they're just marketing towards me and it's, yeah, I don't like that kind of feminism that much, but I feel like, especially now in the day and age that we're in where like our rights are being really, uh, thrown into question. I'm, I'm like, whatever you I'll be, I'm going (laughs) to, okay. Tampon commercial, whatever you want me to do. Like, let's go do this. Let's do it. So when women are dating and in relationships, yeah. A lot of times we historically have been dependent on men mm-hmm. because of different historical implications, like not being able to own property or not even being able to open a bank account. Mm-hmm. Um, but even starting at the very beginning on dating, what are your preferences when it comes to dating, when it comes to finances? And why do you think dating and talking about finances is so taboo? 
And we're talking about like first dates? Yeah, for well, just generally dating. But yeah, maybe yeah. a few first you're getting dates. to know someone. Yeah. So I mean, and just know like everything that I'm about to say is my personal opinion. Finances yes. are personal. So and this is through trial and error, right? Like I've done the dates where we split. I've done the dates where I've paid. And like ultimately yeah. now I like I really believe that if someone asks me out, then they can pay for it because mm. I have better use of my money than going to like Nobu on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be here if you didn't invite me. And mm-hmm. so like, you know, you can take care of the check. And I also think women, it's like a, sort of a pink tax thing yeah. where I'm like, okay, I did my hair. Mm-hmm. I'm like wearing a cute outfit. Like I'm like, do I did, I invested in this already. Yes. So like, okay, you can put the, the We're money We're wearing up. our DVF. We're wearing our freaking <laughs> Diane on the first and burr. We are mm-hmm. strutting into this date. Mm-hmm. And so you, yeah, throw it down. Yeah. Yeah. I think people are surprised when I say that, but I'm like, yeah, no. No, I, but yeah. I don't even reach for my, I, I, honestly, I feel you really empowered. Reach? I used to fake reach and now I stopped and I feel so much more relaxed because I'm just like okay but yeah. you, you said it in the best way if yeah. they invite you yeah. and are asking you for your time mm-hmm. where you could be making money during that time I could be yeah. make, or I could be saving like there's so much uh, yeah, other shit that, that I could be doing yeah or I could go to dinner with people that I actually care about instead of like taking this huge risk on like yes you know so I really believe in all of that um And, but then I think that you get to a certain point in a relationship and I even have this in relationships with friends where it's, oh, I get one thing, you get the other thing. And you sort of Mm -hmm. have this unspoken, uh, balance between the paying, which I, I, that's true harmony. Yeah. Um, but for some people that doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. So you do have to make more, uh, hard defined rules. And when it comes to splitting finances, I mean, there's so many different ways to do it too. Like, you know, you could do it percentage based, could go 50, 50, you could have Uh, your own accounts, but I mean, the root of all of it is just having transparency. Yeah. And being able to communicate. Yeah. Like if a guy said, Hey, why didn't you fake reach? I would be like, well, I mean, you invited me. (laughs) So like, you know what I mean? Like I like, I have a thesis behind it. I understand. Like, it's not, I'm open to talking about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not embarrassing. Yeah. So when is a good time to start talking about finances in a relationship? Like, when do you bring it up? Because, I mean, I'll speak from personal experience. Like, I'm thinking with boyfriend. I'm thinking with friends. Even with friends, I felt like there were times in my life where I probably didn't have enough money to go to Nobu on a Tuesday. Yeah, I and mean, it's like, still don't. But I was so, no, literally still yeah, don't. I don't Nobu want to. So Let's expensive. Yeah, it's, like, it's, for it's one so cut, good, though. One it piece is, of but cut roll. Malibu. Yeah, but then one, I've never been roll. to that one. Neither have I. Wait, I have, but I got it to go during COVID. Anyways. So, and I wouldn't go because I, but I just wouldn't know how to even talk about, I wouldn't even know how to say like, I don't have money. I'm broke. Sorry. Yeah. So like, when do you give me a, okay. So I sort of feels like we're talking about two different relationship phases, like dating and then relationship. So like relationship is really different than dating. So let's focus on one. Well, we can give a real life example. Okay. Last night (laughs) we went to dinner with some friends and Brie and I were wrapping up on our shoot and we went to Ilya in Brooklyn. Mm. Amazing. I was not wanting to drink because I don't drink on a Sunday night. Yeah. But we ended up getting two bottles of wine, Mm. which were probably added probably a $50 to my bill. Yes. 
how, and I know we're talking about friendships now, but how do I broach that conversation Yes. when it's like, I want to spend time with my friends. I might have a sip of wine for the aesthetic, but I, I don't want to participate. Well, I mean, that's hard. Like if you're, if you're taking a sip of wine. So just no sip of wine. Well, okay. So you're either, you're either right off the bat being like hey guys i'm not drinking tonight so like you know leave me out like whatever yeah like you guys have fun but like i'm just gonna like have my thing or you say okay i'm i i should not be here at this dinner if i can't just like pay for the experience Mm. you know so it's sort of what you it's what you feel comfortable with Mm -hmm. you know um but it, the most important thing is to own your financial decision because if you're confident about it, no one feels weird. Yeah. But it's when you're weird about it that other people feel weird. And that's, I mean, there's nothing to feel weird about. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you didn't drink, so well, why are you? Or it'll be like, hey, why don't you guys get the tip and I'll just pay for this? Like, honestly, I would hope that one of your friends would be like, oh, like you didn't drink. So, you like, I'm like, you want friends who are like consciously aware of, that stuff too like you know was that me last night did you say that well remember i was like you better speak up no i literally said i was like (laughs) i know you better i was like i know you're not you want to go home i was like i know you want to go home because you're only planning on staying for 10 minutes yes but then the dessert came whatever (laughs) it's fine i want to take the dessert um so then transferring it over to dating you're seeing someone for a while they like to go it's coming to the point where it's a I'm assuming this is a heterosexual relationship and I'm speaking from the woman's experience it's heading to the point where you start to split things 50 50 but they might have a different uh income than you where Mm -hmm. they either like things that are more extravagant or less extravagant how do you broach that conversation I the biggest thing is being upfront about where you're at and Mm -hmm. about where you want to go so saying hey like I am I have this short-term financial goal. I'm buying a new couch. So like I can't do that. Or uh, I, and then maybe they'll say, oh, don't worry. I, I want to, I, I want you. Yeah. I want you to come with me. Like that's like what I like, I'll pay for you. You know what I mean? And then yeah. you have to be able to receive that too without feeling like it's all about what you're comfortable with. Like some people aren't comfortable being treated. Mm-hmm. So that's one route. But I think receiving is really important. Like as I've become more frugal, receiving has been something that I've really embraced. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sort of amazing. Uh, not in like a, gr- a greedy way at all, but just literally like you realize like when you sort of take a step back and set boundaries, people will step in. Mm-hmm. Um, to, yeah. So that's one thing. Or um, I mean, that's really what I would do. It's it's like all financial discussion or all financial issues and relationships stem from a lack of communication. Um, And as you get more serious, you should also get more financially transparent and figure out what works best for you because ultimately every like in especially new york city i mean there's oh a joke God. about leaving your house in new york can't leave your house in new york without spending 40 dollars. no this is like 150 now inflation. yeah now inflation it's <laughs> i would have guessed yeah 100 percent. and i completely so you know if you're leaving your house with your bay things are going to come into action you're going to 
be spending money. And so I think having shared goals is really cool. Like if you're saving for a vacation together Mm. or if they're really supportive of something that you're working towards, Hey, I'm trying to, you know, hit my emergency fund goal, or I'm trying to like max out my Roth, you know, then you can support each other and make it something where you have a partner in crime because that's the best part about being in a relationship. Yeah. Is you you building have, together? Can I build together? I love. Like I feel like no one talks about that. Like yeah. it's literally like a you like forget about a financial planner. You could have like a financial partner. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And yes. that's and you can facilitate that in your relationship yeah. just by being communicative and starting it with that mindset. Like never bringing the shame because there's nothing. Mm. If you are shameful, then they're gonna feel that. Yeah. Or if yeah. you feel embarrassed, they're gonna feel it. But if you, it's all about your attitude. Oh my God. It I is literally, even with prenup convos, people ask me, I'm like, well, if you're chill about asking for one, like that's weird of them to make it a big deal. Yeah. If you are literally just like, yeah, run of the mill, like we're getting one, right? Yeah. Like, you know, like, like 100%. it's psycho of them to be like, no, like what? Like yeah. you're like, but that's normal. Yeah. You know, like you have to just normalize you the gaslight yes. a little. Yes. <laughs> I also like how you said like a specific goal, because I think sometimes when someone's like, oh, I'm just trying to save. It can be, and of course, you don't need an explanation for why. No, no, you're not but having psychologically having a story to tell yourself for why you're saying no or sacrificing mm-hmm. really uh, propels you further. Mm. So it's like I always, my whole university is based on financial goals. Like wow. I, and I noticed a huge lack of that in the space. Like mm. a lot of people were telling you how to do things, but they weren't telling you why. Mm. and I need to know why yeah I'm like yeah. what and what am I doing this what for? am I doing like why am I investing what what am I what, what is retirement yeah I don't what am I gonna tell me what I'm what I'm what I'm grinding towards what the yeah. what I'm what I'm going to um and so yeah I think financial goals are super important mm. um and they also feel damn good to hit yeah yeah because then you gotta lock it away hit the next one exactly boom, boom, bang so you're getting more serious. What are some of the relate uh, the things one should talk about before they, you know, put the ring on this finger or ask? I think, I mean, obviously, number one, like, okay, this is my income. These are my debts. Mm. Uh, this is what insurance I have. Uh, you know, like, this is what's up with my parents. You know, like some people's parents are like a whole financial situation. Yeah. Um, and understanding all of that is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I think also like people don't, you have to have your finances together to talk about your finances. Okay. So like the first step to any of this is working through your own uh, money house, which I mean, I'm sure you have similar listeners with We Met at Acme. She said that with her husband, like when she met her, like it was when she got, was when she got sober, but when she also, when she got her finances together, that she was really able to like bring in the right person. Oh, wow. So, I mean, there's something to that too, you know? Yeah, that's not something that I think about. Like, I'm not like, I need to get my finances in order before I get in a relationship. But that was actually- Like you think so much about your makeup being good and your- 
body and your outfit, but it's like, well, well you got to get the shit behind the well, scenes listen, good too. Well, yeah. that's kind of what I was going to ask you is because we were having a conversation the other day with Serena and she was like, yeah, well, it's me. Me tanks, for example, will say like, I don't date a guy unless they've been in therapy. And I'm like, can that be transferable to finances? Like, I don't date people who don't have their finances together. Obviously define for yourself what having your finances together looks like but like is that something that maybe we should be entering into relationships like I will be ready to take this step when I know I've got my shit together in this way well I think that if you're working towards a goal absolutely but because like we live in such an unfair society yeah I don't think that I could ever like hold it against someone if they weren't born into the same world that I like whatever like they didn't have the same opportunities as I did but if they were driven yeah. if they were interested if they were you know wanted to work on this together I'm in yeah but it's not like there's a dollar amount that says yes I'm gonna date you or no yeah yes it's not fair um Yes. But yeah, there is, it is that vibe. And I think like working on your finances is like, okay, yeah, no red flags. Like, are you like, do you have horrible debt do you, that you ignore? Are you, you know, like um, really comfortable spending my money, but when it comes to your money, oh no, there's nothing there. We better run away. You know, like yeah. we've all been there. Oh. Um, you know, there's all these little signs that there's something going on. Yeah. Um, financial red flags. Financial yeah. red flags are a real thing. You already jumped ahead of our conversation. Whoopsie. Uh, my the financial red, the financial red flags. I do have to say too, I dated the guy who I made significantly more than, but he was so driven. Like yeah, he was an sexy. accountant and he was like working till one, two, three in the morning. And I was like, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, one, two, these three are the, te- the morning. He was what about account- his mental health? No, he was, <laughs> but it, you know, they have culture. He busy, was robot. Busy season. Busy season. Busy season. So, I mean, I'm like, and it makes sense because some people are like, oh, I would never date someone that doesn't make as much as I do or doesn't make yeah, more. Yeah. Which, let's talk about that. What, like, what is your, what is your preference? I've dated every kind of guy. Like I've dated like artists, weird like weirdos who are, you know, making like nothing. I've dated really rich people. Um, but really what financially matters diverse. Yeah, I'm financially very diverse. <laughs> um because oh, what matters to me so much more is your soul. And as a financially yes. independent and successful woman, that is a privilege that yeah. I don't have to care. Like, I care about who you are, but I don't need you for money. So I can actually say, hey, are you hot? Like, are you fun? You know, I don't, that's. Does it go hot, fun? Hot, fun, like (laughs) kind. Yeah. Loves my dog. Like whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, like what all those other things come first. And then the financial stuff, I don't need you to take care of me. Mm -hmm. I could take care of both of us and then still have some left over. We're good. But be put together. Like I don't want someone. I don't not trying to have someone. I'm not trying to take care of anyone. But, you know, uh, it's something I don't take for granted. Mm -hmm that I am in that position. And I think that women should embrace that power more because even when you are in a position of financial power, it's often easy when you're in romantic situations to sort of dumb yourself down. Yeah. Um, and be like, Oh, I'm not as rich or like, I'm, or maybe, I, maybe actually I, I do want some of yours or what, you know, and mm-hmm. you don't need to, you're yeah. fine. Yeah. I'm, so let's talk about the flip. 
I, someone's dating someone, a also heterosexual relationship, where the woman is already financially reliant on their husband or boyfriend, and they have their aha moment like you did. What do they do to get their finances together and gain independence? Which, by the way, like, if that's you, um, that's, like, that's a very common and... Uh, understandable place to be in especially if you have kids yeah um I cannot my mom made more than my dad before uh they had kids and then she had three kids over three years and left the workforce and by the way I would leave the workforce too if I had three kids under in three years together let alone Miss Dow Jones (laughs) I mean honey like yeah you got Mrs. Dow Jones you better get your ass out of there and come home and like read me a freaking book like yeah come on mom but I you know there's that like the the childbearing burden and it really is a burden for women yeah um it it does not come with no consequence so i but i think it's really important to have your own account so and also to understand like if you're married what you can do to have your own investments like there's spousal iras you know you can invest on your own there's lots of things that you can do and i think it all goes back to that financial transparency mm-hmm. because if you're in a relationship and you say, it's just for example, okay, I'm having the baby and I'm going to leave mm-hmm. the, we're not going to pay for childcare. I'm going to take care of the baby for a little, and you're going to be the breadwinner for this period of time. Um, then what, what does that look like? Like how yeah. much would that equal out to for you? you know, having clear, or maybe it's that if anything happened, you're going 50, 50 split, like just knowing what your plan is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Being honest, being teammates is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, you're asking really how someone can write that's, did I answer it? Yeah. 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 Well, and even, so going even off of this too is like, so I feel like this happens. It could happen whenever you're married and you're in a relationship, but you, you know, you've joined your assets together or, or maybe you're just dating and you're like, you're trying to build wealth together, but which I love, like if I'm a woman, maybe I like, you know, luxury things. I like to go out and spend lavishly on dinners. I like to shop a lot more so than my partner. What if my partner starts to have an opinion about my spending habits or vice versa? Like, what if I'm like my partner is going to too many sporting events? They're paying for all these VIP tickets for all of these like subscription hose. services, like hose. Hose are paying for a lot of hose. They're paying for a lot of hose. What if your like, partner is paying for hose. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. But here's the thing: is like a lot of partners. I mean, a lot of partners. A lot of yeah. A lot of relationships will have a number. They'll come up with a number. Okay, if something is about five hundred dollars, say for example, we're going to talk about it. Ah, so. You can't just go to every VIP box for yeah. whatever, you know. You can't just sex. buy tables. You can't buy those Bad tables. Bunny. Bad Bunny. Oh, I wish I had gone. Emrata. <laughs> Me too. You know, she did that. She did that. She bodied that concert. She, Emrata? Emrata yes. went and she did a good TikTok. Listen, she, she was there and she was like on the ground. On the like stage? On the, no, on the on the little field. Oh, because she she's did, single. And she was. She was doing full single vibes. Full single vibes. I love, I love watching I love watching celebrities whenever they're single. Lori Harvey's doing it right now too. Yeah, yeah. she bodied that ultra beauty Kylie Jenner launch. She was like, "You girls wish this was you." Yeah, Kim. 
single icon. Yeah, but it's Kim now I'm scared of. Yeah. <laughs> I was like into it for a little. Now I'm like, okay. No, I love her. Literally, I drink her blood. Yeah, I yeah. need her poop. But <laughs> I, um, but I, I, I'm a little concerned. I think that she hides behind the mask of Kim, mm. but I want to make sure that she's doing like soulful things that actually make her happy. Wow. Yeah. You know, what makes you happy? Well, I've worked really hard on this because I'm really ambitious. So mm-hmm. it's super easy to just work all the time. Yeah. Um, and that does make me happy, but it's not really though. It's like not like soul fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I read so much. Like I love, I like to work so much on my mindset. Love which that. I think, yeah, like addicted. Like I'm always doing the habit stack of like a audio book, which is like gassing yes. me up or yes. like just like yes. trying to like being friends with myself mm-hmm. because that's one thing that's so, and it's more in relationships too, even financially, like having your own damn back, never looking, no one is going to ever take care of you as well as you can take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And you, you have to have your own back. You can never let your guard down. And you know, so it's something that will learn. So you'll learn it sometime in your life, you know, and it will, it will wreck There will be a reckoning. Mm. Um, or you can protect yourself now. How <laughs> did you get to that point? Well, I mean, I had it with my own finances mm-hmm. where I was like, I don't want to be this person where I'm reliant on someone else for my well being. Yeah. Um, I've had it in relationships where I've completely lost myself with men. Like, mm-hmm you know, uh, like gassing my, like even now I'm seeing someone and it's like, I'm so proud of myself because I am, uh, I'm, I don't, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm like, this is such good growth. Like I'm good. Like it yeah. doesn't matter. Like it can come, he can go like, it's good. I've got me like he would be lucky and you know, yes. never actually felt like that until now. Wow. wow. And it's not easy, but you have to keep reminding yourself because you're going to have the thoughts of the other stuff of the like, yeah. did he text me? Mm-hmm. No. Da, 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 I am can't. I good I enough? Da, da, da. And it's like, you have to create a new habit loop of being like, hey, you're good. Yeah. You know, so I do a lot of self help stuff. I'm like very this into is, that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is, by the way, this is so surreal. I can't believe you're in my apartment <laughs> talking to us right now. It just settled in. This is wait, crazy. I was going to say that I feel like you guys are so good at podcasting. Are we? Yeah. Like I, you have like an aura. We, oh my God. You have an aura. I feel like you, you have do. full aura. Like I feel you have an aura. Can you I, be wow. my mentor well you already are my mentor i was no a this fo- is I was what i'm fan, saying but- i feel like this is kind of selfish because i yeah. feel like i'm asking you everything that i want to know from well, well from i us. feel so honored to like even be in the stratosphere of people that you would look to for advice because you're both like okay. i think you're killing it and like i want to know like wh- how it like i want to know your life design and how i can be more like you but also yeah like i'm here for you like let me complete your financial piece and you can help me with like being having a cool bedroom <laughs> being like I love your guys's entrepreneurial spirit like I think that you really have an amazing story that you need to share about your family like done there is you have so much to give and I'm here to watch and to support oh my god we love you yeah so I am here for it no we literally we look up to you and this is like I mean and this is a question that I have for you too because I feel like this will be like a good chunk of our listeners but what should what were you as Mrs. Dow Jones, who was born to do this, what were you prioritizing in your 20s financially? Like, what did your financial priorities look like? So my, okay, so fin- financial goals, 
the reason that I've conquered financial goals so much in my teaching is because I find them so vague. What is a financial? You got a financial goal? What? Where? What? Give me one. Like, I don't know. And it is, there are levels to it until yeah. you, that get you to the point where you're investing. So like before you start investing, you have to go through like some processes where you are, you know, getting your shit together. You're getting your house together so that you can then go off and grow wealth. But you know, depending on where you're at. So yeah. you got to get your emergency fund and your high yield savings account, which is, you know, people gas up high yield savings accounts so much and it, they're not the saving grace, but <laughs> I think it's more a spiritual move when you open that high yield. You're like, no. Hey, you know, <laughs> but then it takes forever for it to fucking get in and get out, which is good, which is good. Oh, that's you mean like want. it takes, well, that's one of the reasons that people keep it in the, in the high yield savings account. But it's like, I feel like it's really like three business days if you need money. One to three. Okay. I, yeah, I've never been in that much of a pinch. But the prospect and 2.5%. What is the highest high yield savings account right now? Now it's like two to three. That's like. No, it's nothing. But this is not savings. Okay. This is money. This is your emergency fund. This is got your, it. this is not your wealth building fund. Mm, yeah. This is your, I got in a car accident. I have to move out of my apartment. I lost my job. This is, these are, this is your safety net. This is yeah. your fuck you money. If something is not serving you, you walk away and you use it. Like it is so important to have your emergency fund, but you can, you also need to be paying off your high interest rate debt. Mm-hmm. So, I always, if you think about like the fight scene in Charlie's Angels, you know, oh like uh, yeah. Drew Barrymore's like, we should watch that. It's so good. Like she's like punching someone and then she's kicking someone at the same time. That's sort of the emergency fund. And we get some CGI in here. We need <laughs> yeah. That. yeah. But that's the same thing. It's like, there's not, you have to work on both at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also a, a, a personal thing. Like I can't tell you save your emergency fund first and don't do your high interest rate debt. I think do both, but you know, some people need to focus on one goal and focus on the other. So that's your first thing. Um, and then you're working on your, uh, uh, you know, tax advantage retirement accounts, uh, which includes your health savings account, which is if you're at a, you have HSA is huge and people really don't understand, but that is a Mac Mm -hmm. daddy. Yeah. Like that shit, you better max that out. And if you need to buy band-aids, don't use it. Like keep that (laughs) money in there and put it on your card because that is like woo it can grow in yeah. lots of different ways sideways big small whatever it's going okay good it's going that, okay we're gonna max that out um you need Roth, to your get uh, your own fox business channel i guess you already Should have you do fox i'm gonna go full i go full like rupert May- Mur- yeah. murdoch i become like a blonde and like a bloop <laughs> yeah. does cheddar wait i went on fox i went on fox news and the woman's phone ring during my show are you serious this is honestly the best moment of my life. She's <laughs> her phone. Rang. God bless her. She didn't pick it up. Mm. Damn it! it was like live. in the middle. It was. Literally I live. feel like they shouldn't even have it on their bodies. <laughs> no, I mean. she's like so grandfathered in. You know oh, what I mean? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which is in itself a a, pa- a term from the patriarchy. So yes, grandmothered in. Grandmother. Well, it would, it, that would have been father. Whatever. Um, well, yeah, so, Fox News show. But yeah, so, and then you do, uh, then you can actually put your money in the market. But the okay. biggest thing is like automating everything mm-hmm. is huge because 
when you make uh, hitting your financial goals a habit, you force wealth to be in your future. You literally yes. force it. You say you will be in my future. Yeah. Oh, Vanguard. Yeah, Vanguard. Okay. But even my all my savings accounts are automated. Oh. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like whatever MX amount from your direct deposit directly to savings x yes. amount to vanguard x amount to coinbase x amount to, to coinbase okay well okay. you're on coinbase I know. we love that we love that okay but you know there's i, I don't yeah but i don't i also want people to understand that like i have content that will tell you how to break down your paycheck on payday mm-hmm. so if this is feeling a little ooh, okay like well, i'm not even there yet let's just start with like payday what's hitting your checking account and we can go from there and we can make a plan because your finances are not going to change overnight. Yeah. But it really is just about putting that effort in mm-hmm. over and over, which is the same with any goal. Right. Yeah. Um, but this one has a different payoff. The payoff here is, I think, a lot bigger. Yes. Oh right. Don't you, you know, yes. you 100%. know, you're, I can see it. Like you're, it's, you're me. We are the same. Like it's like, it's, it changed your life. 1, it made you yeah. so much more whole and happier. Yep, it's yep. the, the chokehold that it feel that you are in when someone else has control of you financially is yeah. you wouldn't wish on your worst worst enemy. No, it is demoralizing. I hear that from my friends now yeah. too. Like you know, the grass is not greener. No, it is not. It is actually it yeah. So we're coming up with our own strategies, and then we're dating someone, and we're merging those strategies. Mm-hmm. How does one? Think about merging those strategies, linking accounts, separate accounts. Well, I think it depends on like what phase you're in in the relationship. Okay. And then it really is a conversation like that has to do with like I just keep saying transparency, but it's I cannot give you blanket advice because every couple is different. So So it's literally what I would love to give you are conversation starters. Okay. Because it's hard to know how to bring it up. So, like I said, you have to have the vibe. If your vibe is cool, if your vibe is chill, it makes the other person look a little foolish if they do not match that energy. <laughs> right? We know that. It's this. a mind game. Yeah. It's a mind game. Yeah. So, if you bring that, like, confident, chill, excited, this is so normal vibe. Yeah. Okay. They should match that. Right? Um. And then I, you know, say you're moving in with someone. I would say, oh my God, I'm so excited to move in with you. This is so amazing. I realize we have not even talked about our finances yet. Like, let's, should we do, let's do that this weekend. Like, let's make sure this is good. Like, you're like, let's get on the same page, you know? Mm-hmm. So you're, you're making it normal. Oh, it's on our checklist. We got to get the the cable guy to come. We got to get our internet set up. Maybe not cable. We're all like cord cutting, but we got to get our Hulu's account, whatever you Netflix, guys do. You merge I the Hulu. I was, I know, I know, I know you got to merge your, well, that's a whole family other thing. account. Exactly. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, if you're really combined, there's ways like it is having a two income household is an amazing thing. Like I am jealous of people who have two incomes. It is. That is the vibe. This is what I'm building. This girl, this is what I'm building for. This is what my boyfriend has us building. The two income is like, Oh, you are on your way. That's Mm -hmm. why he's making me split everything. The joint income. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, So tell us a bit about what's going on with your finances. They're, they they look way better now than they ever have before. And we actually, my boyfriend and I just had a really, he had a stern talking to me because for the life of me, 
I hate being in the weeds of my finances, which is crazy. He was like, this is your money that you've earned. Like, Define being in the weeds. Like following up every, on an invoice. Checking every single one of my accounts every day, following up no, on No, you don't have invoices. to do every day though. Oh, he's on it every day. Okay, so he's that's a- crazy. You can just do a money date once a month. Okay. And you make it like you and you can use an app. I mean, I, don't, I already do once a month. Do I, once I manage a month. all you don't of need my to own do budgets, every day. even though I still have like, you know, like Truebill and all these things that are tracking all my expenses. I still personally go through and manually look at everything once a month. But he's on this everyday stuff like he because also because I have people moving my money for me as well. So it's like, he's like, you just need to be on top of things. Cause like the last financial thing, advisor. yes, my financial advisor, he's like, because the last thing you want is to not know where something, even if it's, well, I agree, you should not abdicate your finances to anyone. But I think that if it is, if, if every day is feels too much, there's a happy medium yeah. there. Like every I think like that's, that's very, day. that's yeah. extreme, but he's extreme. Yeah. And honestly, it's great. But how wonderful is that to have a partner who's encouraging you to be so financially fit? Like, love that. This is why we work. This is literally why we work. But we're also the way. Because you're being, you're better together. Yes. That is so amazing. And I like the way he, I like the way that we both talk about it. So how did it start though? Like when was the first, like when you started dating, like how did money, what role did it play? How did you get to this point? When we first started dating, my boyfriend was very adamant in picking up all of the checks and the bills. Like our first date was I'm flying out to Miami and I'm bringing you on a date. You're coming down. I'm taking you to dinner. Did you fake? I'm I'm, I'm no, it was all him. He's like, I'm flying you to Barcelona. I'm paying for everything. We're staying at a five-star hotel. Like he was throwing down, he was throwing down. So fast forward to a year and a half later, we're very vocal and communicative about each other's finances. Like what it's going to look like if we get engaged, what it's going to look like if we get married, like the way we talk about it is like you're it like turned on by it. It's like exciting. It's yeah, sexy. It is exciting and it's yeah. sexy because the way we talk about it is is like we are both building towards something. I shouldn't have to be depleting my resources whenever you fully can function on your own. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, and vice versa. I wouldn't ask the same thing of you if you made less than I did. Like I would not be asking you to split the check or pay for this and pay for that if. If I knew at the end of the day, we're both going to, we want to, the goal is to combine our finances. So we're both going to try to be cognizant of what we're doing, how we spend our money together. I love that. Together. Together. What I spend my money on separately and what he spends his money on separately is still very separate, but. I like that version of a relationship where you have autonomy over your purchases and like, you know, if I want to go do my thing, yeah. whatever, you can do it. But then you have your shared account that's working towards your goals. And I also really support couples getting credit cards together and mm. then using those joint points to earn joint purchases to earn points towards I vacations. Love that. Yeah. I haven't thought about that. Honeymoon. That's very smart. Yeah. That's a super, I love that. And also if you are planning a wedding, it's great to get oh, yeah. a credit card and then you because you're not like you hit those, uh, those like sign up bonuses the so easily. So yeah. Fast, so much deposit, faster. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Icon living. Icon you're living. You're doing such a great job though. Yes. You should talk more about your, uh, your finances and your relationship. It's 
well, we have a we have a fun activity, but you know the song "Mo Money, Mo Problems." Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm coming from a background where I'm a first generation college student. My family's super low income. Like, sadly, I was a Pell Grant recipient, but I still can't get my student loans forgiven. Because oh, because you're over one twenty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh. it's like it's just like my family doesn't talk about money because I'm, was the first person in my family to make more than everyone in my family probably combined. And with that on you, do you feel like, do you have to be particularly generous towards them or do you feel like it's always, always, but it doesn't ever feel like I'm, I'm losing out or losing money. It feels really great. It's more just that I wasn't taught any of these things. And it's like, we didn't talk about money because we had no money to talk about. It was just more Mm -hmm. so we didn't have any money. But even talking about, your dad I mean I like there could have been a lesson there too yes I don't think yes. Ever- you always say this that they make it more complicated than it is oh so it's God. very much like they do a good job right yeah Talk about gaslighting. they make it yeah. so much more complicated it's than not it that is. hard but see I feel like it's so complicated but whenever I listen to you talk about it I'm like but if I even just thought about it in that way that would make me feel less. You don't like, have to be chill. It's, it's all your attitude. Yeah, it's all, and I'm always like, if I can do it, you can do it, <laughs> mm-hmm. honey. If I can do it, you can. I do mean, it. you wake up and say, I'm so curious as to what, how these people invest their money, what they spend, what they buy, and and if if you look at it in that sense, I'm like, wait, well, aren't you I'm like, don't of, you want to yeah. know like what how yes. many Chanel bags like yes. Baba has or like what Adele paid what for her house? Or, it. Yeah. yeah, like, and then you can use those that angle to yes. teach yourself. Um, and if you find a good topic, do you have it to me? But like, you know, that's use what you're curious about, leverage that to enhance your own knowledge. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what we want to do. So we have a fun point. Rapid fire song lyrics and you tell us what it means. Okay. I love this. I ain't saying she a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no broke to broke. It means that she cares about how much you make. (laughs) Who said that? Kanye. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, B word, better have my money. Bitch, better have my money. Um, Rihanna, really important lesson there, actually. Which did I talk this about is what my you thing? did, and this is what my boyfriend always tells me. Is he's like, I talk about people will rob you if you're not paying attention. Exactly. So, and that I and I'm the biggest outsourcer. Like I dog walker. Like I like to get my nails done. Like whatever. Okay, if yes. you will do my shit for me, I am sold, sold, sold. But financially, you cannot abdicate your power. Mm-hmm. Um. So that is about Rihanna. She's speaking to her accountant because you know she started the music business very young and. I think there was probably a man who said, okay, well, you're doing all this creative stuff, so just let this guy handle your money. Mm-hmm. She said, okay, great, not thinking twice, and then realized like five down, five years down the line or whatever, oh, no, I, ha- I have no money. Yep. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? And realized he had all the, her money. He had yeah. stolen it. And so she released the song. She took back her power, and now she's a billionaire. Beautiful story, but... If it can happen to Rihanna, it can happen to you. Yes. It can. So it, always keep an eye on your bottom line. Yes. And even little things like negotiating. Oh, Salary. Yeah. No, no, but even a medical bill. Mm. Um, oh, my God. Yes. Your, like, credit cards. Like, say, if you have if you have debt, you can get uh, your interest rate reduced. Like, just calling and trying to talk to a human. You will be shocked Works. by how much you can get done. Um, and little things like that make you feel really financially empowered, which those are important moments to have in your back pocket. It makes yeah. you have way higher self-esteem. I could have bought a place in Dumbo before it was Dumbo for like two JC. million. 
the same building today is worth 25 million. I'm doing tendrils. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're at the tendrils We're part of the, the night. We're doing the tendrils part of the podcast. Okay. Guess bye. how I'm feeling. Dumbo. Okay. Yeah, Dumbo. That's Jay-Z. Wow. Obviously. You're so with it. The well, culture. The, um, the culture. But the uh, I love that line. I love that whole, I mean, it's just about like the value of real estate. Yeah. Um, and about how like the FOMO, a lot of people have FOMO with investments, mm-hmm. but you really have to just trust that you're on your own path and do what's right for you at the time because ultimately you can't cry over spilled milk as long as you didn't lose the cow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah the cow's still, the cow's still there, honey. Well said. Yes. Well, I am shook. We are shook. Yeah, this we are so- shook. Mm-hmm. Shook. And, um, this was what a way to spend a Monday and you guys, I mean the aura, we will say the aura, <gasps> the, the aura. energy. And yeah, you know, we'll they are, we have to all, when they do ads, we have to buy their ads. We have to support these ladies because they have a gift and we want them to go full time with this and have a media company and be able to give other people a platform too. Oh my gosh. You're incredible. You really are. You are incredible. Thank you so much for coming We keep spreading the light, honey. You are this, this is, I can't believe when we first started this, like we would ever have you (laughs) in this room. I feel so important. I'm like, should, soon as, um, wow. as soon as I posted a picture of you at the Birdies event, which I'm so happy that I did, everyone was like, oh my God, Mrs. Dow Jones, I love really? her. They want it, they're going to take your classes. So where can people oh, yo, find you? Oh, yeah, that's to a 20%. Oh, my God. Do 20% off, financeschool.com. And a lot of what we've talked about. Signed up. Yeah, there's a start here course, which is truly for like, I've never looked at my finances. And yeah. it, I when I was starting my financial journey, I created a tool called the money book, which I use religiously. And what it does is like, there's this goal budget of like the 50, 30, 20 budget, like 50% on needs, 30% on wants, 20% on future you. And it will go through how you're spending now and tell you like where you, how far you are off from that, where you can make your changes and then it will support you along the way. Mm. So it's a really amazing piece of technology and you get all of my courses have actionable pieces that allow you to personalize your the teachings to Mm. your own finances. Um, so that we have that and we have less and best. Um, and yeah, and the community is really the best thing ever because, uh, they will support you and you can ask a million questions and I don't even have to like do anything. Uh, (laughs) My followers are so smart. Yeah. So we love them. And we, you know, we used your website as our website blueprint. (gasps) Wait, so, you know, my website, my best friend design. Your best friend did it? Yeah. Who I was saying, who I share my office with. Oh my God. Wait, I love that. The Isn't little it so cool? fine print at the bottom where it's like, we, we really are not financial, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yes. Which we should say. We, yeah. We're, we're going to we record are, it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I want to see your design. It's so cool. That literally means so much to me. I am like, that's so cool. I was going for like 80s New York. Mm-hmm. Love you it. You know what yes. I mean? Like yes. sexy. Like at, you know, a lot of people said, do green. Do pink. Mm. And I said, no, let's do blue. Yeah, blue. It's calming. Oh. Well, now so you're doing as- both with this. Thank you, DVF, oh, for dressing shout us. Out DVF. DVF, we adore you. <laughs> we would love to come on your boat someday, maybe <laughs> soon. Mm-hmm. I'm free next week. Labor Day is coming up. Labor Day, we would love to come and not labor. Mm-hmm. Not at but all. But have a day. Not mm-hmm. at all. Okay. All okay. right. It's 3 a.m. for Mrs. Dow Jones yeah, right yeah. now. Literally, so. It's 8 a.m. This is 8 p.m. This is literally. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she I'm needs to be up in four hours. I have to be up in four hours. The stock market's opening. The stock market's opening. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Thank you again. Thank you so I much. I love you guys. This is a true treat. Jadore, you. you. Stay rich, bitch. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Yeah, But Who Cares? We care a lot about what you think. And actually, your reviews really help us out. So please like, subscribe, follow or comment and leave a review. Even if it's negative, we want to improve. And I'd like to give a big fat disclaimer. We are not professionals. We are not therapists. We are not financial professionals. So please seek out professional help. Um, And this podcast was produced with our friends over at Yeah But Who Cares, including our trusty producer, Serena. Serena. Um, It was also produced in partnership with Under the Influence. Shout out Under the Influence. Shout out Under the Influence. Where can people find us? If you want to find us, you can find us on our personal pages, Bree Springs and Sasana. Yes. But more importantly, you can find Yabu Who Cares on Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Did I miss anything? I, that's actually the most accurate one. Yeah. That's the most. Those are the most important ones. Yes. So thank you. Goodbye. See you next week. Kisses. Kisses. <laughs>